you better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Hello, 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 squirrels. I don't know why I wanted to do that stupid voice. I just wanted to. It's me, Vicky Lakes, hosted Squirrel Talk podcast on the Sonar Network. And like I said yesterday, I am back. I am back after a short hiatus, and boy, does my back hurt. And we are here to discuss RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 6, and it's a good season, so I'm excited to talk about it. And I'm excited for the guests we're bringing in for this as well. But first, it's been it's been one long night since we talked to her last time. Please welcome my co-host, Hillary Yes. Hello, it's me. Valentina. Yes, that's <laughs> correct. It's a me, Valentina. Uh, I, I'm back. Uh, it's been so long since we've talked, Vicky. I know we had a whole night's rest. Did you have a good sleep? Uh, no, I had a terrible sleep. It's so frustrating. The world is frustrating. Everything is frustrating. I have a frustration migraine. Uh, I mean, how are you doing? I'm good. I've had some weird dreams. I haven't been having dreams, but the last two nights I've had crazy dreams. Like the night before, I was I was like in a zombie apocalypse. What? Yeah, I've never had that before. I don't even know what that means. Some, like some like some zombie was like chewing on my hand. Like a zombie from like a zombie movie kind of thing. Yeah, like zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Okay, but did she look fierce? Was it Sharon Needles? Um, it was all kind of a blur. There was a lot happening, I'll be honest. Uh, oh, um, okay. But that was, that was the night before. And then last night, I had a dream that I found this baby deer, and I had to take care of this baby deer. What? Well, yeah. well you have experience of that kind of stuff. You're a certified llama alpaca trainer. I know. I wanted to take de- I really wanted this deer. And now I'm actually thinking, like, can I get a deer? But I'm also just like, <laughs> what does this mean? What is happening? That is that oh. is that not manic dreaming? Well, I've, I'm a dream expert. I didn't. I don't know if you know that. You well, know. you you have the diary of the diary of Hillary S. The, exactly. The dream diary. Exactly. I went to dream psychology school for so long, many years. I went to really. dream school too, but I dropped out. Yeah, I saw you there. I, <laughs> you know, it was it, it was too bad for you, girl. Um, so deers kind of mean that you know you have a lot of sprightly energy and like you know somebody named bambi and um you know there's a jackrabbit in your life that really wants to thumb i feel that sure yeah that makes sense so that that's probably uh something going on in your life that's um i feel psychologically evaluated so thank you for diagnosing me dr yes you're welcome i will expect payment in via paypal um by tomorrow do you accept viagra yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that will keep you up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> In every way possible. That's right. Well, should we just get right into this? Because we got a big episode to talk about, but let's talk. Really inter- introduce our guest first. I'm actually really excited to talk with them. They're all the way from Winnipeg, our first guest from Winnipeg. Oh, my wow. God, breaking the peg in. Wow. They Wait. are so. Yeah, go ahead. We're so excited. Oh, <laughs> she had to throw that in. Yeah, please welcome Feather Talia. Hi. Hi. I'm just going to start screaming. I'm sorry. That's perfect. You're screaming at the perfect octave. Perfect. How are you doing, Feather? I'm doing really good. How are you? Amazing. Thank you. And I'm so excited to have you here. I know you through social media, and I'm so impressed with your 
you've got a real makeup gift. Like the looks that you do on your social media for makeups and stuff are just so incredible. If you haven't mm-hmm. checked her out, what are, what's your socials, Feather? Hi, you can follow me on Feather, at Feathertalia on most social medias. That's F-A-T-H-E, no, I'm just kidding. Feathertalia. <laughs> Talia, it's not Talia, it's Feathertalia because your mother is Janitalia, just so we can clarify. Exactly. Thank you, wow. I, needed, I needed that clarification. That's really incredible. Well, Feather, so good to have you on the show. Thanks Tell us really. about yourself. Um, all right. <laughs> I, no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> my depression is very... No, I was kidding. <laughs> I, I live in Winnipeg. Um, yeah, I've only been living here for about two years, or almost three years now because of the pandemic, which makes it seem like a lot less shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've been here having a great time. Um, love doing drag here, so... Where are you from originally? Uh, from Regina, Saskatchewan. Ah, uh, that's right. I, I knew that you performed in Saskatchewan as well. I'm a Saskatchewan-born girl. Did you know this? I did not. That's so cool. Uh, yeah. And I have a lot of family in Manitoba, but like northern Manitoba. Oh, yeah. My dad was born in Regina. Mm-hmm. Wow. Was that, <laughs> is that Regina or Regina are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, no, I can't ever remember. Um. Yeah, yeah I love that. Uh, Winnipeg, I've also heard, is like one of the sexiest cities in Canada. Is it true? Is it? I mean, I'm here, so I would think so. <laughs> yes. They persuaded me because I was so good looking, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Last time I was in Winnipeg, I got lost. Um, it's a very confusing city downtown. Like, I turned right, and, I, and it ended up being left. And I was, like, yes. looking for everything. And I was like, where do I go? <laughs> yeah, the first time I actually was in Winnipeg, I got lost, too, at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. Kind of um, intoxicated, so... <laughs> And downtown was very confusing. I'm, I'm still confused. I've been here. They had the coldest corner in the world. The quarters, the, the, the coldest, uh, like, adjacent corner in the world. It's, yeah, it gets really cold. Did you cold know here. this? Yeah. Like, the windways, like, it gets colder than anywhere. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's why I have such tough skin, especially on my face. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, leather. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, what, how, you, you've been doing drag for how long now, Feather? Um, six years. Wow, okay. And you started in Regina? I started in Regina. Um, yeah, been doing... Uh, since I moved to Winnipeg, I've been doing drag part-time, I would say. so. As we all do. Yeah. From time to time. And so starting in Regina, tell me about that. What is it like to be a, a, a drag artist in Regina, Saskatchewan? For me, I, I, I guess I was given the benefit because I performed and people loved me and I was like such a new face. Um but it was great. Like it, it was a good start. Like there was no, there was never gigs. It was all, all the drag we did was for charity, which is an amazing thing to do. But mm-hmm. you know, I was going to ask, what are the venues there? Are there venues, or do you just create your own venues as you go? There's one community-owned like queer bar there uh, called the Q. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing else, and nothing, some, nothing around there either. I so you have to create your, own, you have to create your own venues for you know. To do to do the work that you want to do, yeah, exactly. I mean, Q is pretty uh, great to be a part of because they had a, a great venue there. But it was it was all it was never free. So, how to create one? Create ones. It was never free. Like you have to like pay to use the venue or use. Ah, uh, yeah, you had to pay to use the venue and then try yeah. to make the money back. I got yeah. you. I got you. Because it was like it was a community bar, so that was never yeah. run by. 
but at least there was a setup for something, you know? And so yeah. how, how long were you there for before you moved to Winnipeg? Was it three years? Yeah, I moved here uh, the end of 2018. So yeah, about two and a half, three years, three years. That's I gotcha. Yeah. And Winnipeg seems to have a pretty good drag scene from what I can tell. Like, there seems to be like a scene happening there. Oh yeah, the, uh, the scene here is amazing. Like everyone is so accepting. We're all very messy, which is nice. Oh, Hillary loves that. I don't feel alone in that. So. <laughs> um, I'm a glamour puss. What do you say? And uh, no one knew. I am an Indigenous drag queen. And so the scene here for Indigenous drag is very high and very popping. Oh, I love that. There's a lot of, there's, it's a big Indigenous drag scene. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's, that's kind of um, a demographic we haven't seen a ton from. In the Drag Race franchise, first of all, but just in drag in general. So it's I'm loving that we're seeing like Alona was on representing Indigenous drag mm-hmm, on Canada Drag mm-hmm. Season One, um, yeah. and I love that we are having more of that kind of introduced to us because we need it. We need we need that representation. Oh, 100 percent. When I apply, there'll be more representation. So yeah, um, I'm, t- I'm telling you, Feather, you're going to be on. You're going to be a star. I, I know these things because I predict them and I'm right. Oh, amazing. I'm gonna, hold, I'm gonna hold you to that, and if I'm not, you owe me a hundred thousand dollars. I'll just Yo. blow. I'll just blow you. How's that? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me about. So, what is the, what is the experience being an indigenous drag queen as opposed to you know, just a drag queen? I guess. Um, like when I first started in Regina, I'm not trying to like make Regina sound like a terrible place, but yeah, I. That's I, fine. I, you know well, what? Well, you just did. <laughs> um, it's pretty terrible, obviously. No. <laughs> it's, it's atrocious. No. Well, so, I, if you've driven through Regina, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I was the token queen there. Um, but once I left, it was smooth sailing because, you know, more people like me. Um, yeah, unfortunately. You were the token Indigenous queen in Regina. I, I, there's a pretty big population of Indigenous people in Regina there, isn't there? Um, not really, honestly. Not really. Yeah, not, not no. as much in Saskatchewan. Not as much in Saskatchewan. Well, the Saskatchewan is Regina. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, but Manitoba, or uh, I, I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> well, I guess no indigenous queen wants to do drag, I guess, maybe, oh, but yeah, um, yeah. it was me well, and maybe like another two. Yeah. But. Also, representation matters, which is what we always say. So, you know, unless you see somebody on TV or there's representation, it's hard Absolutely. to feel inspired to do things sometimes, right? So that's why it's so important for people. Like, I love seeing people like yourself, Feather, that I'm like, you are representing that. And you can inspire an entire generation unto yourself, which is, I think, incredible. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. very nice. You're very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so what, if, what, are you, what, are you, what are we looking forward to with Feather? What, 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 what can we expect? Um, well, now that the pandemic is starting to maybe have a turn for the good, um, I'm hoping to like, cause like I have gotten like a, a taste of across country, even though it was virtual. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's that so, the benefit of it. Right. Yeah. So I'm hoping to like, like actually do stuff in person. Um, I think that'd be amazing. Cause like I've been to Ottawa just before the pandemic, which was amazing for a two spirit ball gig with uh, people that were from New Zealand all across the world. Oh, I love that. Um, but yeah, it'd be nice to like do more traveling, like maybe out of the prairies. Yeah. Yes, but <laughs> I, I honestly like 
the fact that you're from the prairies is really iconic unto itself, Feather. I'm telling you. Yeah, thank you. Like, I, there's like big representation for like Toronto and BC, Montreal, but yeah, the prairies kind of just get skipped over, and that's even with concerts. Like, I would love to see Lady Gaga without having to fly. Like, yeah, what's yeah. her deal? Why isn't she going to Saskatoon? What's going on here? She must hate small cities. Yeah. <laughs> she hates the white twinks, I swear. <laughs> uh, well, I would love to have you here in Toronto for sure. So if you're ever coming through, let me know. You'll, oh, thank you. You, you do very well here. I, I think I would. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> How has the COVID been for you for this whole experience? We've Hillary, Hillary and I talked yesterday mm-hmm. how we've been going through our own like depression with it. You know, being candid, it's mm-hmm. been a, it's been a rough go, but mm-hmm. some people have had a pretty good go with it as well. And you know, so how's it been for you? Um, it's been not terrible, I guess, because I just before the pandemic, I I I was able to slip a man. <laughs> so you wrote the what? I, I got with someone, so, like, I'm in a relationship just before the pandemic hit. Oh, shit, girl. Do you say slip a man? Yeah. Slip a man. Wow, what a term. Is this, like, I... a new Gen Z term or something like that? Are you, like, a young kid? Finna slaps, I know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeet. Woo. Um, yeah, so it's been it's been okay. Like, the drag has not been popping like I would like. Because I've been doing, I was doing drag uh, two to three times a week before. Mm-hmm. which it's now maybe gone back to maybe two times or once a, every two weeks or something like that. But I also did practice my makeup skills a lot because like yeah. before the pandemic, I was never known as the um, the beauty queen or like the, the most like, I don't know the term fishy. I, I think that's kind of like not being used anymore, but I was never like that. I was the comedy queen. Oh, yeah. Well, it looks like like you can definitely do like the glamour beauty makeup, like more draggy and less draggy. I see here, and mm-hmm. and you definitely also have like really just artistic creations as well. Just like so much cool stuff. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's yeah. been a journey. I've been learning for sure. Sounds like you're very versatile. You know, sounds like you're not a top, you're not a bottom, you're versatile, feather. <laughs> you got you got that you got the comedy chops, and then you also got the the look chops, which is hard for people to put together. I mean, ask Hillary S. <laughs> oh yeah, because I'm a mess, right? Thanks a lot. <laughs> I just have to, I just have to nail that home. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, it's 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 fun. It's learning, like like everything. So. That's right. We are learning every day, day by day. And it's it's been an interesting experience to be able to kind of uh, experience drag through Zoom and all those things and interactive and just trying to keep up in that way um, and keep yourself propelled and motivated to keep doing drag, you know, and mm-hmm. your makeup and work on that. But you've your makeup is incredible. I'm going to tell you, like, your makeup is one of the best. It's really, yeah. really stunning. But there's also, like, um, there's, like, there's... Um, an artistic expression of like indigenous arts in there too, which I really love because it plays into your own point of view. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just love that. You have a great point of view, Feather. Oh, thank you so much. Really nice to hear. <laughs> You're so welcome. Shall we get into this week's episode? Yes, doll. Let's do it. Let's do it, Feather. I need you to tell us the truth, Feather. Don't be polite about this. Get down in the dumps and drag these bitches. Life's not fair. There she is. <laughs> She's arrived. All right, so what happened last week? We said goodbye to Serena Chacha, or did we? 
Yeah, yeah you never know. I mean, this is a game within a game. What game do you think it's going to be, Feather? Monopoly or like put, Scrabble? I really hope it's Twister. I yeah. miss Twister. Good one. <laughs> you know, I'd like to see some bends, some tricks, and I don't know. Honestly, if the girls come back and like we hear the woo, Twister wheel spinning, I'm here for that. That's a good one. I just wanted to be like, uh, pop goes perfection. Or <laughs> Everyone gets in trouble. Am I dating myself? Probably. I, I don't date myself. I have a fiance, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you're dating yourself. So <laughs> Serena went home, or did she? We don't know. But the girls are back, and we're talking with Trinity. We're going through the lipsticks of who voted for who. And it's pretty much a clean sweep. The only person who didn't vote for Serena was Serena. And Trinity, no, 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 well, Trinity voted for, uh, Yara voted for Trinity, we find out. Mm-hmm. And good for her to not have the self, to have the self-confidence to not vote for herself off, because <laughs> some of the other queens we've seen have definitely done Well, that. season five, everybody voted themselves off. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. Season. So what do we think of Yara voting for Trinity? It's kind of a bold move. I mean, if, had she won, Trinity would have gone home. Yeah, so like when... Uh, Trinity joined season uh, six All Stars. I was like really hoping she would win to go by far or go far, but um, I feel kind of let down, not gonna lie. Like, she is one of my all time favorite queens. Yeah, same. But it, it was just like the first episode was a little of a letdown. Like, you know, because like, you know, in season six, she was hilarious when she did her comedy, but that was a. Ugh. Yeah, the, 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 the set from 2000, whatever that year was, 2013, 14, mm-hmm. did not translate to 2021. No. I mean, I think it was beginner's luck and Bianca Del Rio, frankly. But uh, yeah, it's too bad. She's just, but I think Yara chose Serena just because Serena has more maybe to show and Trinity just, honestly, Trinity was just a mess last episode. Well, Trinity brought up, like, Serena is obviously not a threat, so that's better for anybody else in the competition. That could be that could be part of it. I do think there is a part of Yara just kind of seeing the representation of Serena as another Latin queen there that was mm-hmm. really important to her. And they had a moment in talking, so I felt like that was part of what was playing with Yara. True that, too. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we come back the next day, and all the gals are gathered around the table, and we discuss who the trade of the season is. Yeah, I, is there a trade of the season? I don't know. Well, they all seem pretty boggled. What even is trade? I mean, really, like, is it a hot guy, or is it just, like, somebody trade, that... No, you... it can be a guy or a gal, but it can be anybody you want a shtuck. Okay, so just somebody that you want a shtuck, yeah. specifically the word shtuck. What does shtuck mean, Feather? I'm not sure. Shtuck. Hmm. Is it one of I, your Gen Z terms or something? No, it's shtuck. It's, it's like a Yiddish term. Shtuck. You want to shtuck them. Shtuck. Oh. oh. Yiddish. Okay. Like two fingers. Shtuck. Sure. That's lit. That's popping. That's real. That's real. Okay, Hillary, I'm, kind of, I'm cutting you off from the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who is our trade of the season? Anybody? I think, actually, if anybody was, maybe Trinity. And also, like, Kylie. Kylie is very trade. Oh, my God. Kylie's so hot. Right? She's so sexy. That's very true. She's gorge. Just gorgeous. So gorge. And, like, her song was actually pretty good last episode. I just want to put that there. And Jan also was really great. Jan. Are you a Jan fan? Yes and no. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I she drives to... you crazy, but you, you can acknowledge the talent. Yeah, exactly. 
I got gotcha, you. Annoying, I gotcha. But you know, yeah, we're all, we're all think, kind of annoying. So. Yeah, I think Dan's a very cute boy. I think Akira is a really cute boy too. I love Akira. Oh, I yeah. mean, like, I don't know if there's necessarily a quote-unquote trade of the season necessarily, though. I mean, come on, whatever. Jiggly's a real hoe, so I guess Jiggly could be a, a trade of the season. I mean, she's she's gorgeous. Sure. I mean, it's, yeah. it's beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. So the trade could be up for anybody. So that's the trade talk. Trade talk. Trade. Okay. That's your trade. So we're moving on to RuPaul comes in. We find out what this week's challenge is, and there's no mini challenge or nothing like that. We're getting right to it. It's the blue ball. The Ooh. blue ball. Woo. This is a great name for a ball. Hello. We're doing balls real early in seasons now. So there's a lot of girls doing a lot of looks. I think they love that. I hate it. <laughs> personally <laughs> but they seem to love are this like 36 look runways yeah it's it's overwhelming to see so much it, um, it is and that's hard to judge everything together there's so mm -hmm. much yeah it's it's kind of gobsmacking to see it all one by one uh and sometimes on all stars i, I mean i found this just like it's hard to like really say anything's bad sometimes like it was just a lot of good that you almost have to say the the middle of the road things are bad, which is kind of crazy to me. Mm -hmm. There was bad. They were still bad. Okay, fair enough. Fair we'll enough. get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> so the categories are for this. They got a, so they've already brought in two looks. The first one is blue better work, a blue collar working girl look. So they already have that. The second one is blue jean baby, a denim to the next level look. They already brought that. And then the third one they have to make is a blue ball bonanza, and they have to create that out of random blue stuff in the room. And that's what they're making. So they have to create something. And uh, we know this is a challenge for a couple of the girls because we've seen in previous seasons. <laughs> Jiggly, you had a problem. Mm -hmm. um, but other girls are pretty much, they make all their stuff, like Yara and, uh, you know, Scarlet and all those people. So it's one of those. Yeah, I think I think this is a, it's always a really fun challenge to see, like, the dollar store discount bargain bin diving. Uh, and that's definitely what they got. They got a whole bunch of crap. Well, you know, no, they got some nice fabrics there too. Like it was all blue. A baby. couple, a I couple. Mean, Scarlett was had like, a beautiful fabric. Yeah, mm -hmm. she got the sequins, which was crazy, and then some other people got like bedspreads and towels and like pot holders. Did <laughs> you? Are you a creative type to make your own stuff, Feather? I'm really good at making tube skirts and circle skirts. She loves tube skirt. <laughs> yep, tube skirts and circle skirts. That that's the tea. Yep. Um, <laughs> no, I've learned how to sew. I learned, how, I learned how to sew, but, like, I'm not the best. Do you make a lot of your stuff, or do you have it made for you? Um, I do make my own stuff. Oh, nice. Well, there you go. That's a first start. Yeah. Getting better, so maybe more leotards or something. <laughs> Get some leotards. Get a top for that circle skirt. Yes. <laughs> Just letting your titties hang out. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Sleeves are the devil, though. Like, sleeves are the devil. Like, trying to attach one thing to another thing that's round is, like, mm -hmm. I have not mastered that. Like, I always end up, like, with a gimpy arm that's just like, eh, like, I don't know. It's just terrible. I have to well, convert up. You naturally have a gimpy arm. So. <laughs> okay, calm down. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> it, um, it works for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, Yara. She's just walking around pretending to just yet laughing at people and not really working very hard. Yeah, I I love Yara. <laughs> she just goes, walks around, <laughs> just screaming like a she like a hyena, and doing nothing because she knows she could whip it out last minute. You know, so like 
I guess so. I mean, I, guess, I don't know. I guess they had two days to prepare this or just an entire day to work on it. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's really interesting to see her strategy to just kind of say, I'm going to do this at the last minute, wait until I see what everyone's doing. But, like, how are you going to put finishing details and stuff on your outfit? I, I don't understand her strategy, really. I kind of get it. I do kind of get it. Because you don't want to, like, create something that everybody else is making, so. Right. I feel like she's, she's stuck in her lane for that. And yeah. you don't want people to copy, like, you know, how other some seasons have been, like Down Under. No, not Down Under. The UK version. When people yeah. Are each other. Yeah. I mean, like, with what she actually sister, came sister. With what she actually created in the end, I was like, who would want to copy that? But okay, sure, Ciara, go work. Work, sis. <laughs> <laughs> So they are going through that, and then RuPaul comes into the workroom for a little talk. My favorite moment is when RuPaul yells, Eureka! And she, she scares her. <laughs> she does this like, oh! Yes, yes! <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> she reminds me of like one of those little like um, like island uh, I, I, island marsupials that just like get scared easily. Oh, meerkat, like on Lion King. Not meerkats. It's like those oh. little... What are those little happy? It's like the happiest marsupial in the world. They live on the Koala island. Bear? Koala bears? No, they have no predators. Chris um, Hemsworth always sees pictures with them. Platypuses? No, now shut up. They are, oh, what are they called? They're I like, don't know. They're like little teddy bears, but they just live in total bliss because there's no predators on the island, so they're always smiling. Oh, panda? They literally have their own island. It's not a fucking panda, Hillary. <laughs> is, it a, is it a koala? I'm going to murder you. <laughs> the happiest marsupials in the world. I need to go to that island because I'm freaking out. Kangaroo. I'm going to kill you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Island we're gonna put, gopher. We're going to put this. It's like an island gopher. That's exactly the word. We're going to put this on a Squirrel Talk podcast on Instagram. You can see an image of it. It's very. Once you see it, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Okay. Anyways, okay. Eureka is that. Eureka is a giant version of it, sure. Um. Yeah, like a, a, prehistoric, a prehistoric version. You know, we're moving into this. So she's talking with the girls at the table. She's got a good six feet distance. She loves the six feet rule. She's gonna, this is going to stay intact till the season is like dissolving. Like till RuPaul's Drag Race season 58. Well, we're all queens here. We have to deal with the public sometimes. Do you like hugging people or do you like keeping them at a distance so they can't ruin your hair? Distance. Distance. <laughs> Always yeah, distance. We, we like the six feet distance. I love that six feet distance. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. Don't get too close, girl. No, 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 no. <laughs> RuPaul is here for that. RuPaul is here for it. Um, she's talking with the gals and she's talking with uh, Jiggly. And kind of going through her experience as well. Yeah, what what is her experience? I don't know. Well, that she's terrible at making things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that she's really come into herself. Like, we're seeing that. We said this in the last episode. Absolutely. She has really come into her own as, you know, being, um, knowing who she is and being comfortable with that as a full-on woman now. It's kind of wonderful to watch, right? Absolutely. I, I, I mean, I know she's being really hard on herself and saying, oh, I didn't like myself. I didn't know who I was back then. And yeah, sure, that's true. But there was also really likable quality about Jiggly. Like you said, Jiggly was like a bedrock character on season four. I totally agree. She was so innocent and like 
in a good way. Like we, mm-hmm. I, I loved her no matter what mess she made. She was always really candid. And I actually yeah. like in an untucked, I think it was, I don't know if it's this untucked or the previous one, the first one, but she brought up that she was even a sex worker and she was doing that two days before she went on the show. Uh-huh. Um, which is a reality for a lot of drag queens and artists in the, in the, in the, in the franchise. Uh, a lot of them have done sex work. So I appreciated that she brought that up. Absolutely. Totally viable, you know, a uh, way to make money. I mean, how else do you think you're going to pay for those wigs? <laughs> they ain't cheap. No. <laughs> and then, and then the booker's like, here's $40. It's like, this doesn't even pay for my outfit. Okay. Well, <laughs> You got it. sex work is real work, and Jiggly was saying that. So yes, it is. It's still this season is in the thick of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, among other things that are happening, you know, that was also, you know, Black Lives Matter was still really present, and it still is now. But it was like that was the summer of like the protests was really going oh, on. Yeah. So it was a really heightened time when they were filming this series. There's been so much. I mean, anti-maskers, anti-vaxxers, uh, Black Lives Matter uh, really made a, a real important splash here in Canada. Even now we've got um, Indigenous and First Nations rights really come to the forefront, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Like it's it's a really intense time. It is a very intense time. And it feels like, I don't know how you feel about this feather. Cause I mean, you can speak to this better if you want to, you don't have mm-hmm. to, but I feel like Canada day should be canceled this year uh, mm-hmm. based on everything that we've found out about Canada in the last couple months, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been saying this like for a while, like like for years, the Canada day should, shouldn't be a thing. Right. Um, like we just finally got like national indigenous people's day, like a couple years ago. Right. Let's, just, let's make it kind of like, Indigenous People's Day 2.0. Mm, yeah, like it needs to be a fuller celebration of what we want to become, right? Yeah, exactly. Because Canada has a lot of secrets that the government keeps and tries not to talk about. And mm-hmm. it's only when certain people bring it up that people will listen. And But it's never, it's never Indigenous people. Mm-hmm. Right, we still need to be listening. And I think that's the big... I mean, I, last summer was so interesting to be um, a white person in, in the Black Lives Matter thing and just taking a step back and actually listening to everybody and not having your own voice heard as a white person, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think we need to do that in our own country too for Indigenous people and just taking our voices back and listening to Indigenous people in these times mm-hmm. uh, on, on what needs to be done and what needs to be moving, for us to move forward, right? Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, there's there's a whole list of things that uh, are on the table that need to be looked at still, and so I mean, it's it's going to be a process. It's going to be a thing, but I totally agree. Like Canada Day needs to evolve and change, and maybe move forward into something new. So that that would be that's awesome. I I'm totally behind that. Uh, Canada Day is around the corner for us, so I hope I hope that we are. I hope there is something done about this for Canada Day that we figure out, like, let's cancel it or let's figure out a way to, like, do this properly where we're embracing the people that need to be embraced right now because there's some Mm -hmm. serious problems. I mean, America has their own problems, systemic racism. We have that here as well. We think we don't, but we do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's just a little bit different for us. Like, uh, it's... um subtler uh it's kind of like in the in the in the mix so it's like yeah it's a lot it's, uh, and it's and like we say we always say canadian history is so boring and I, it's not mm-hmm. like there's a lot that went on in our history and i think that's almost one of the ways to hide some of the stuff that happened in our history sometimes yeah. like girl 
read a book. I've read a lot. I know what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Also, as drag artists, I think it's important for us to take political moments in these times, right? So if you have a voice Mm -hmm. to speak on it, speak on it. So I love that. I I think you're already, you're automatically doing that better as, um, as what your point of view and what you're representing. So I think you're, Mm -hmm. you're automatically doing that. And that, that's exactly what I think, Feather. It's just like, you don't need to say fucking anything. You are all you need to be just by being yourself. So I applaud you. Thank you so much. That's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that's Canada and why it sucks. Okay, so here we go. To be said, did it not? Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I had to say it. All right. So, oh, Eureka brings up with her talk with Rue. There's a level of camp that's expected from big girls. Do we think that's uh-huh. true? Yes. 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 Feather agrees with me. Yes. I do. <laughs> Pourquoi? I mean, I've had a lot of friends that are big girls, and we're always considered, oh, you must be funny. It's like, no, we're just fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, it's, it's just silly. Because fat people always get laughed at. Like, it's always Paul Blart Mall Cop. It's always <laughs> Megan McCarthy, the stupid spy who eats too many cheeseburgers. Fat people are always stupid, funny idiots. And th- it's just a societal understanding. So, yeah. Chalk it up. Do you feel that way, Feather? I do. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I feel like being, like, a plus-size person, you're not looked at as being sexy, you know? Because, like, absolutely, it's, it's planted in your brain that being overweight is unhealthy and like it's disgusting yeah. but yeah and then fucking like as soon as somebody like lizzo comes out and says you can be sexy as a plus-size person then some fucking doctor is like it's actually unhealthy and you exactly. should come see me so we can get a weight loss plan you bitch like uh, <laughs> like there's no winning there's zero winning no <laughs> honestly and like it's just like I love being funny and I love like sharing, making people laugh because that's like the best medicine. But, yeah. you know, I'm sexy. I mean, yes. I, don't, I, I don't want people <laughs> to tell me that I'm sexy, but I'm sexy, you know? Goddamn right you are. And that's what Absolutely. I like about Eureka. And for me, this was really my draw with Eureka is that she's saying that she doesn't always have to be campy. She can be sexy as she is. Mm-hmm. And I really love that. And I genuinely feel that with her drag because she doesn't, she can be campy, but she also does like full glamour and just sexiness and just is who yeah. she is. And I, and, and, and I believe it. I, I feel it with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's pretty great. I'm, yeah, we said this last episode, but, but I'm, we talk about representation all the time. But this season representation, just for big girls, for people of color, all kinds of trans women, it's really great this season of All-Star Six. It's great. I like it. It totally is. There's a lot of rap, rap in there. We are back. Hey, Feather. Hi. Oh. <clears throat> Did you get a little boy in your throat? <laughs> yeah, I decided to stop there. <laughs> I think about all my actions. Do you? I have a question. Do you do like anything else in terms of performance style? Like, what's your performance background? Um, not really. I went to uh, a Christian high school, oh. and I was I was in their drama committee. So Ooh. I was Jesus once. <laughs> 
we can all that's on all of our resumes it's nothing special feather please <laughs> everyone's played please you played jesus everyone's played jesus <laughs> probably not as good as me though you know taking yeah. roses and... <laughs> how, how, please have you seen me turn water into wine it's magical and I don't doubt that. So as in, um, sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> I, when did you find Jesus? Oh my God. I'm kidding. When, what's, your, what's your performance? Yeah. Did you go to school for performance or any performance background? I didn't, know. That's exciting. Um, so you just kind of learned how to do drag. Um, how, how was it for you? Like YouTube or you had a drag mother, right? Yes. Um, I learned, like, I'm like one of those drag queens that learned about drag through... RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. What yes. was your first season that you watched? Um, the first season I watched live was uh, season six. Okay, that was the that that's my favorite season. That's, that's it. my favorite that's season. Yeah. That's the best season. Yeah. Yeah. And Trinity's from that season, so she there you is. Go. Yeah. That's why. That's why I have like homegirl in my heart to win. So. Yeah. So that was how you kind of uh, a lot of girls are are started through Drag Race, but then how did you learn makeup skills and stuff like that? How did that all happen? Um, I guess I've always been like an artist, so I've liked to do people's, like, I like to do like art, like on faces, like my little sisters, I would do like art, like, I don't know, like, what am I talking about? Like the face painting, face paint, face painting. Yeah. So I would do stuff like that with my little sisters and cause I have six younger sisters. Oh my God. Are you the oldest? Um, I'm the second oldest. Um, I have a gay brother. Oh my God. What a family. <laughs> you have two gay brothers and six sisters. One older gay brother. We're both gay. And then yeah, six younger sisters work. Amazing. That's a good, that's a good family. Yeah. So we're just practicing with makeup on them. Um, yeah. And then just YouTube, like, uh, what's her name? There was this, uh, YouTuber that I love so much. Uh, Nikki, you love her so much that you forgot their name. Wow, Pet- Petrolube, Petrolube, <laughs> Petrolube. Yeah, Petrolube. I don't know. I well, I honestly, I've never watched a YouTube tutorial video. So no? even... Petrolube. Am I saying this right? Yeah. Petrolube. Yeah, Petrolube. With a D. Petrolube. They yeah they they were a drag queen. They were a drag queen. Misty Maven. Misty and Maven. That was also how I got into like drag makeup. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. And we'll have to check that one How out. did you... So you're from the family of Italia. I love yeah. it. Where is... Is Jenny from Regina? Jenny was from Regina. She just passed in December. Oh, oh sorry. I think I remember Whoa. hearing this now. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was a big staple in Regina drag scene. That's um, amazing that there was somebody kind of representing for Regina like that. Yeah. Um, she was pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> in what way? In what way? Uh, she liked to do spooky drag. Oh, we love it. Yeah. And then oh, she... I I thought I related with you for a second based on my experience with my mother, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, my mom's scary too, but she, it's just because she, you know, it's Vicky. I'm, you know? <laughs> I'm her mother. That's the problem. Yeah, very scary. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Iris. Okay. Well, I love that. I love that you're carrying on for your drag mother, Jenny. Um, yeah. That's really that's really incredible. And, you know, it's important to keep those legacies alive because it really is like you, we pass it down, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. All right. I love that. Okay. I'm so happy that we had this conversation about all this stuff. This is amazing, Feather. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't ever talk on social media or anything, really, because, I don't know. 
I find social media bo- social media boring. So yeah, well, I mean, if we had a conversation in real life, we would be probably be the best of friends. Oh my god, let's get a milkshake. Oh my god, and a burger. Let's, they have the best burgers. Let's here. get a milkshake and go sit on the coldest corner in uh, Winnipeg. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and get some Bad. blue balls because we're talking about the blue ball runway. Oh yeah. All right, shall we? Shall we? Yeah, there's a lot going on in this. So the judges are Michelle Fashaz, Carson Kressley, and Big Frida. You better know. You better know. We love Big Frida. Yes, Uh, obviously. (laughs) Pregnant pause, pregnant pause. (laughs) I had to gasp at the question. Girl, I'm not pregnant. I'm just fat. <laughs> I love Big Frida. I think she's so incredible. I love that we have her here yeah. as a judge finally on the show. So here we go. We're going to get into the runway. It's the blue ball. We got a lot to get through. Okay. So it's blue butter work. So let's how, let's do it this way so to save on time. Let's go through each contestant and each of their looks for each contestant. Does that make sense? So we'll, we'll start um, with we'll start with Raja. We'll go through all three looks with Raja. Okay. Sure. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. So if the first one is blue butter work. Oh, and- and we're nutting and cutting the looks. Yes. You, we nut and cut on this uh, feather. Oh God, so nut um, is you like it, and cut is you don't like it. Okay. If, yeah. If, you know. You know what a nut is. Come on. Oh, of yeah. course. It's, it's what a squirrel eats. So is the rest. Yeah, that's right. So here's Raja. <laughs> She's giving us project manager realness in this uh, construction look. What do we think of this look? I was okay. I think it's a little like you know baggy, but you still see some of the shapes through it. And uh, and you know hats on wigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Michelle Visage love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love this hat on wig. It's great. It's perfect. I think this is great. I mean, this is very like. Um, I mean, the first category is very like businesswoman special, where it's like you know, and that's what she's delivering. So I'm going to give this a nut. Hello. Yeah, I uh, think this is. Yes. I think this is a nut for me. This is a nut. This is a nut. Yeah. I would nut that. Yeah. All right, we got three nuts. So her second look is blue jean baby. She's giving mm-hmm. us some NJB as she describes blue. Yeah, jean. Mary J. Um, yes, yeah. It's very, it's very Mary J. And I love that. I love the reference for this. I thought it was gorgeous. Right. It's it's really I like all the way that like all that jean is all the denim is like strappy and stuff around her. It's great. I'm gonna nut this too. And the fedora, a second hat on wig. <laughs> yeah, there's a theme. I love a theme. Hat on wig, hat on wig. Um, yeah, it's really cute. Uh, it's a nice, it's a nice look. She she looks like a straight up businesswoman, urban businesswoman. Like, yeah, nut. I feel like this is what Lemon was trying to achieve in her denim look on Canada's Drag Race. Yeah, maybe. But didn't. <laughs> but this is what RuPaul. This was about Brooklyn was describing. To Lemon on Canada's Drag Race. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> we give it, I nut this. We all nut? Yes. Hillary? Yes, I nut right. it. Yeah, absolutely. We need to, we need to hear it. So, I did. I said it. I, was, I said well, it. Well, I was pulling a Hillary and I wasn't listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The third look is the one she made. And this looks like it's made out of like a car, uh, like a car cover duvet. But I think she used the boning of like a lawn chair to keep it up. I think she did. Okay. So this is a showstopper. This is like, uh, remember Ana, Anastasia, uh, Anastasia? Anastasia? Quilted. Her quilted look. This, mm-hmm. was, this was great. Yeah, I really liked it. I liked the fit and... 
the arms. The, the arms are so silly. Yeah, the long, the overextended arms is really kind of fabulous. Oh, yes, the overextended arms. Oh. I love that it's a bolero over this kind of cocktail dress that's got like a really designed bodice that's, you know, poke, poking up. But it's all quilted. Like that takes a lot of time to do that kind of quilting. Yeah, it's like these fashion structural moments. It's like, because we're supposed to take this garbage and turn it into high fashion. This is high fashion. This is gorgeous. This is amazing. Yeah, to put mm -hmm. it together that way and construct it, it's amazing. It's a nut. Not, not, not. This is a super nut. Like, yeah. This is like all over the wall. It's um, a nut. I think, <laughs> I think, though, she is missing a hat. Um, oh, you're absolutely right. Where's the hat? Hats on wigs. No hats on wigs. Okay, well, I guess it's a cut then. Cut. <laughs> Here comes Kylie Sonique Love giving us a nail riveter or carpentry. Really, it could be anything. She's carrying a tool case. So. Um, but she's giving us denim in this as well. I like this. Oh, yeah. I thought it was very, like, um, Debbie Harry, you know. Yeah, they said like, Debbie Harry, cool. yeah. Yeah, like total old uh, old school, uh, proud punk rock star woman. I, it was a, it was a moment. I loved it. It was great. I think I I liked it too. She's just sexy. It doesn't matter. I mean, this is so baggy, but she's still so sexy in it. You know, that's just that's it. so true. Like honestly, on another queen, this would look kind of uh, mall store. But on her, it just looks good. <laughs> She's got the most. Uh, we'll talk about her next look. Well, let's talk about it now. Do we? We give us a nut. I nut this. Nut. Nut. Mm, we're all, we're nutting everything so far. It's getting very creamy in here. Well, I told you this. Honestly, like most of these are nuts. Most of the, this was shows. We'll get to this some cuts. We'll really get to good. some cuts. Her, yeah, we will. Her we will. second look is the blue about uh, Jean Baby. So this is kind of Christina Aguilera inspired. And there's also mm -hmm. some trans like chiffon in there. But look at this. Oh. Look, just look at this body. Oh. Like, you, can't tell, you can't tell me Kylie's not the trade of the season. I'm telling you, like I said this last episode when she came in in the Dominatrix uh, red uh, PVC bodysuit, I was like, oh, this look shouldn't work. But on Kylie, it's just magnificent. I agree. What do you think, Feather? I agree. Like, her body makes it look so much better. But, like, also, like, the color that she chose. Yeah. I love that and it's the trans flag colors. Yeah. I agree, uh -huh. yeah. No, she looks gorgeous. This body. I'm just looking at this body. So gorgeous. Like, I don't know how she how she does it. It's just, I mean, she she must eat nothing. Like, she must eat nothing but SpaghettiOs. I don't know. Girl, it's like, called it's working ridiculous. out. She works out. She works hard for her money. Oh. She works hard for her money. It's incredible. It's incredible. Nut. Um, it's gorgeous. Nut, nut for me. This is a real <laughs> nut. nut. This is a real life nut. After this. And what did she make? What did she so make? So she made like a stars, a stars um, inspired. Almost like, reminded me a lot of like Courtney Act season six thing that she made. It did. It was a two piece thing as well, which was similar to her second look. I wasn't crazy about it. Yeah, I agree. It was, it was kind of like essentially a bra with stuff glued on it. And uh, a uh, a skirt, uh, which is just a piece of fabric, and she had <laughs> she had like Christmas ornament danglies on her legs for some reason, but you know what? She did it in just the right way, and just the way way it was ripped, it still looked fashion. I wasn't crazy about it. I like her, her other looks. I thought were great, but they were probably made for her. This one she made herself, and I, I'm not crazy yeah. about it. 
it just really is just a, a top and a you know it's the, it's, it's yeah. the feather talia circle skirt special <laughs> exactly <laughs> i mean it was just a piece of fabric a ripped piece of fabric it was glamour a glamorous rip but it was still just a ripped piece of fabric it was very courtney act uh doing a, a challenge like that relying on that body i think she might get that like stop relying on that body but honestly like but... she should rely on that body <laughs> i know her... you I rely know. on that body honey what do you think Feather? i know i think it, it looks great but yeah i get what you mean it's just uh two pieces of fabric yeah, but, at the end of the day, it's just two pieces of fabric. I'm gonna give is. this. I'm gonna give this one a cut. They really liked it, but I'm gonna cut this. Yeah, for the sake of giving cuts, this is kind of a cut, I guess. Because honestly, the that those things on her legs that kind of took it out of fashion for me and into like dollar store bargain bin. So I was <laughs> like, no. Yeah, I'd give it a cut. Mm. It's not. It's not high fashion, yeah. but it was cute. It was really brutal, cute. Feather. You're just being brutal. I know. Oh, oh, we're Rip. forcing you into the evil side. <laughs> Ripping everyone to pieces. All right, who was, who was after <laughs> Kylie? Was it Eureka? It was uh, uh, Eureka, yeah. So Eureka is giving us a crossing guard. This is camp, but all right. So she's oh. got a stop sign that says stop, and the other one says strut. And yep. she's, as she lets us know, this is not stretch fabric. I like that. You know, yep. I like that. You know, for big girls, and I'm, listen, I'm a big girl in my own right because I'm I'm very broad in certain areas. Uh, yes, yes, I need mm -hmm. to have stretch fabrics for the most part. So, but yeah. also, like when you have things that are fitted to your body in a certain way, it's like this is like made for a moment. So she's that's what she's saying, right? Yes. No, I mean this could easily have been stretch fabric, but it wasn't. It was a beautiful crossing guard bodysuit, and then when she, she turned around, and the sign the sign was well made. And when she turned around, and I'm saying the sign was well made because we get to another sign that was not well made. Um, and when she turned around, she had a, a little sticker of a kid that got flattened on her butt. It was so good. <laughs> it's good. It's it's still got fashion to it though, which I like. It's campy, but there's still a fashion yeah. edge to it. Like if this is still editorial to me, why well, it's got a wink and a nod? I love it. It's a nut. Absolutely, a total nut. Total yeah, nut. it's a nut, and I love that hair on her, like orange hair. Uh -huh. so, yeah, this is the way that there's another wig similar to this I don't care for, but I like this one on her. Mm -hmm. The second look was her dark denim. What do you think of this? I I thought it was good. It gave me like country diva. Like I, I can't put my finger on it, but like big whole homegirl country diva mm -hmm. kind of kind of feeling with the big emblem on her. She had a big necklace with E, big E. She looks like she'd go to like the uh, country music awards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's not Rita McNeil, but like it's somebody mm -hmm. like Grace. I think her name is Grace or something. It's very that. <laughs> the the American version of Rita McNeil? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Feather? I think like out of all three of the um outfits she wore, this is my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's like it's nice, but like I feel like we've seen it before. Yeah, it's a not an original time. concept for sure. No. It's definitely like just something wearable. It's kind of ready to wear. Um, yeah. But I kind of, I kind of like it though because again, she was saying that she doesn't have to do this kind of 
quirky comedy stuff all the time. This is a fashion moment. And she is kind of doing this kind of country music awards moment. So for me, it's I like this. So I'm gonna nut it. I mean, I think it's it's a strong strong moment. I I can't mm-hmm. say it's bad. It's it's a nut. It's a it's a soft nut maybe yeah, in, in competition. Just cut it. You know you want yeah, to cut it. Just I'm cut, it, cut girl. it. I'm gonna cut it. <laughs> I just um, care for it. Ooh, feather feather is bringing the heat now. All right, she's doing yeah. my Okay, here's the third. Here's the third look. This is the one she made. So she made kind of this little like uh. Uh, Sweet 16, little, uh, little uh, peplum skirt moment. But it's made mm-hmm. out of like um, a dining, uh, uh, what is it called? Picnic table? Paper? Napkins? I think it was paper napkins or yeah, something like paper that. Paper napkins, she said. Wow. It's, I don't think it's paper, but it's like. Cloth. Cloth napkins. Yeah, something like that. Again, anyway. not stretch. She reminds us it's not stretch, which again, like you're making something for yourself that's not stretch. That, I mean, that's pretty talented. Yeah, regardless, this is adorable. Like, it is just, like, it looks like it's too small for her, like, on purpose. Like, it fits, but it's so small. Yeah, like, <laughs> we can see your panty liner, but we, you, you know, we're supposed to. Uh, we're supposed to see this. I know, and then the thought little thong slit kind of thing at the back. It's so slutty. Like, the big girl just wear. It's amazing. It's so cartoon. It's like a cartoon. I love you working for her proportions because she just gets it. She has yeah. like her legs <laughs> go up in such an interesting way and her hips come out. Just for me, it's just the way she proportions herself. It's inspiring to me who also like I'm a proportion girl. I have to find my proportions for people that aren't necessarily a sample size or, you oh, know, absolutely. a stick figure. We all have to come up with our own proportion. We do that absolutely. in this way. Proportions are so key. Proportions are so key. I, I love Eureka has definitely shown me a lot that way, just watching her. And this again is like, yeah, she's, she came up with that. But this is also, you know, giving us a fashion moment too. It's really pretty. Yeah, I love it so much. It's something I would actually wear, I feel. You could totally wear this. I would love to see this. All right, done. I give this a nut. Absolute nut, total nut. This is crazy. Yeah, I, I, I would nut this. We not we all nut this. This was great. She had a great runway. After this comes Jan. Jan, Jan, Jan. Is, Here she comes. What is Jan's first look? Is tires? Yeah, it's like a little uh, a bodysuit uh, made to kind of look like it was made with like tires, two like tires on the shoulders, and then like a headband with two more tires on top. Kind of like a Mickey Mouse made of tires. This is why I hate Jan because <laughs> this uh, it really doesn't go with the category. I was like, yes, okay, you're a mechanic. I get it. You're dressed as a tire. Mechanics aren't tires, but whatever. Uh, but it's just the way she wears these kind of like Lady Gaga inspired outfits, these conceptual looks. But they always wear her. She's never wearing them. Yeah, I see that. And, and it's just I don't know. It's kind of boring. It's cool, but it's boring. You know? It's crazy that she's she's covered in literally tires <laughs> and like tire material. She's got all these wrenches draping off of her. She's got two tires in her hair, and we're still like, it's boring. <laughs> That's the craziest thing. I think you're totally right. Like, I should like this look. I am a campy queen. I love Manila Luzon, and whenever she does oh, yeah. dress like a lasagna or whatever. But every time Jan comes out in this stuff, I'm just like. If Manila wore this, I, I would have been like, what is, work. What? Yeah. What is this? <laughs> Literally. 
for some reason, it just does not translate with Jan. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I'm going to cut this, even though I like the look, but I don't... <laughs> cut it, cut it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll nut it because I like the look in theory. The denim. The she, denim. Mm -hmm. So she comes out in this star-shaped denim. She looks like a Canadian denim flag. Yeah. It literally, it was it literally looks like the Canadian maple leaf. I was just like, what is this? A conservative party of Canada convention? <laughs> Listen, if anybody was going to perform at the conservative party of Canada, it's Jan. <laughs> <laughs> She probably would not know better, to be honest. So. Who's um, ready to get conservative? Yes. And then she'd be like, ah, Stephen Harper. So I like this. I actually think this is a really cool look. Um, again, yeah. it's just kind of like so weird. It just, it just, it's just Jan. Yeah. The person wearing that drives me crazy. But it's so weird to me. Like, I don't even hate her. But for some reason, it just, it's just Jan wearing these looks that drives me bonkers. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this look. I'll let it. I yeah, I think it's interesting and conceptual. Like, and mm -hmm. you know, you're being very generous to nut it too. Like, it's cool, but it just wears her. But she just kind of looks like an extra in like um, a production of Wicked. Yeah, she's the backup dancer. Broadway. She's always the backup dancer. Exactly, and I'm like, I want a star. I don't want a snowflake. Like, ugh. anyway, <laughs> this is a cut. This is a well, cut. Well, she was giving snowflake in this for sure. What do you think, Feather? Yeah. I like like the the, the outfit's done really well, like proportionalized and everything. Um, but I I'll give it a nut. Yeah, I'll be nice. I'll give it a nut. I think I I like. Is it, it Jan? Is it Jan that bothers you? Mm, no. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Just admit it. Just say it. Just speak your like, truth. I tr I don't know. I I don't. I don't get well with tryhards, but tryhard. That's what it is. Yeah. It's the tryhard. Move on to her made look. So this is what I was talking about. This is the Hunger Games Part Two mm -hmm. um, revamp. It looks exactly the same to me. I can see what she was trying to do, but I was like, and Scarlett said in the workroom, I was like, why are you recreate? You should make something new. You didn't do well with it the first time. Um, I hate this just as much, if not more, than the first one. Yeah, I hate this because I recently did an Effie Trinket look, and she just stole my look. So yeah. back off, bitch. Cut. You stole from as well, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but do you, do you, I don't know. I just, nothing about this. I just, I just, I hate it. I hate it. No, cut, cut, just cut. Yeah, I mean, it's just a basket overturn. She stuck some flowers on it. She got a little pipe. She stuck some flowers on it. She wore a nice wig somebody else made for her. And she put some blo blue dots on her cheeks. Okay. It's one of those silhouettes that if you don't know how to sew, you'll be able to like conquer. Oh yeah. You know? This is very simple. So like it's very simple. Um it's not bad though. Like good job, but I'll cut it. Yeah, give her a cut. Yeah, give her a cut. Let's give a slice and dice. <laughs> cut. So here comes Jiggly Caliente in her uh, her blue collar. She's giving a sanitation worker. She is Jiggly the Grouch, popping out with all the girls' names on her trash can. Um, I like the coat that goes over top of this. I don't like the thing that's underneath it. I like her hat. So I like half this look, but the other half I don't. So I'm going to weigh it out, and I'm going to give this a cut. Yeah, I kind of, this is like, 
I think this is kind of like something you'd see on a high fashion runway, but like maybe not one of the good things. Here's my um, thing. People, there's a there's a way to do proportion. I feel like Jiggly never really gets her proportions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, very that. I mean, like, if you look at the dress underneath that, it's just, you know, it's just a line. Like, there's no... Right, real, and like... when we see people like Eureka and Ginger, and you know, there's a way to figure out the proportions for your body. Um, I think, yeah, the only thing that's good is the overtop coat. I like the hat. Um, I like the garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> I pray. I um, praise. Up, upstaged by a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> No, I like she has a beautiful body. I she just doesn't know yeah. how to like proportion, like you said. Um, so I'll give it a cut. You know what I would love because they brought these looks in with them. I would have loved if she did like a transformer garbage can look, like she transformed out of a garbage can. Oh my god, that'd be wouldn't so that be fun. a moment? Also, this sani- this sanitation worker is gonna get the coat real dirty real fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, here comes here she comes. She's a skater girl. She says, "See you later, girl." Julie Caliente giving us high waisted denim. Wide leg, these are some serious flooded pants. I love these <laughs> pants. Like, honestly, this is probably my favorite look of hers tonight. It's still not great, but I love the hair. I love the pants. I think the shirt's a little plain, the white shirt. Yeah, it's still a bit simple. I do like where she was going yeah. with it, but it was still simple. Even yeah. if she was on the skateboard for a minute, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I would wear those pants. Yeah, I would actually make those pants. Um, but yeah, everything else is pretty simple. I, I cut everything, but I nut the pants. Yeah, I'm gonna give this a soft nut uh, because I want to give Jiggly a, a bone here. This, this is this is okay. This is. I'm gonna cut this. I cut it. I cut it. Yeah. I flood. I flood okay. it with cuts. <laughs> <laughs> After this comes her main look, which is um, cut. Oh. <laughs> this looks like a siren special. Um, it's like a little poncho thing that she added some stuff to. You wouldn't even buy this at Sirens. This is a blanket with some gems <laughs> stuck to it. What are you talking? No, ladies and gentlemen, everyone else in between, we have another Jiggly Caliente disaster on our hands. This is terrible. I mean, come on. Well, it's her. You know, it's her staple. She's known for it. Derek Barry would be very upset about this because she'd be like, where are the hems? Where are the hems? I see hems. There's hems. At the very least, there's hems. Um, okay. But that's all I see. I'm, well, this is a clearly a cut. This is a cut. It's a cut. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I, I mean, just, I, mean I, could, I could make this in five minutes with some dollar store shit and a blanket. Like, it's well, terrible. that's the, the, the difference. I'm sure Jiggly was working on this all day, like tooth and nail. And then Yoroskafia is just part. watching her. And then, like, one minute she creates her own look. <laughs> like, can you imagine? And those who were in the bottom, too, it's like, can you imagine Yara being like, what? Yes. <laughs> the poor girl. This is crazy. It's a cut. We're all cutting. This is it's a cut. cut. All right, across the board. Cuts across the board. Here comes after Jiggly. Silky Nutmeg Ganache has the red, the red sequin milkman. I, I am made. feeling silky this season so far. She's got some great runways. She's giving us milk, milkmaid. She's got a um, half um, statin red, half sequin red milk outfit with a hat and the milk. I love it. I guess is this is this like strawberry milk or something like that? I mean, it's kind it's sexy. It's like really it shows off her giant fupa proportions. I think they like listen. I'm living for Silky's proportions this season. I yeah. think her proportions are cute. They're so interesting to me. I love it. 
Um, yeah, but I yeah. think I think milk. I think milk. We'll call them milk people. Milk people used to wear uh, red. <laughs> Did they? Think, oh, history lessons. Yeah. They, well, back in the you know back when I was in the 1920s, I used to get my daily milk visits. Well, we learned something new, didn't we, Feather? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I give this. An, I give this a nut. This is some almond milk. This is some uh, you know the cashew milk nut. Yeah, I think it's yeah. pretty good. I think it's successful. It's cute. Yeah, I, I would nut that. Nut, nut. And then her denim look is a... Holy crap, this is a disaster. Really? <laughs> I hate this. So she's wearing a, uh, a denim uh, bodysuit with the yeah. chappy. So it's like a, she's going to a hoedown with the red. It's kind of playing in with the theme. I actually really like this. And then she's got her really long... This is kind of a signature wig style for her, where she does really long ponies. Yeah, but it's just the fringe. I I feel like the feature here is the fringe, not the denim. And I'm just like, I think Silky works like this. She's like, I have this denim thing. Oh, that's not enough. I'm going to put all my fringe on it. And then you get this mess. I I hate this. It's a disaster. It's a Silky disaster. Really? I love this. I mean, yes, it's not. I mean, it's, she's got denim, but I like the fringe on this and I'm not a big chaps person, but this is like, she's doing a cowboy chap look. So it makes sense. (laughs) I I like, I actually really, really enjoy this. It's giving me hard drag. I give it a nut. I, I would give it a nut too. I think it's nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's okay. You know, we all have different opinions. I still cut this. I think it's a (laughs) nut. How do you think this is a mess and Ginger Minja's entrance look was? Uh, we don't have to talk about it. You don't have to understand. <laughs> right. What um, was her what was her maid look? She made so she had the same quilted duvet car cover thing. And then yeah. um there's just a little bit too many accessories of the cotton balls. I hate the cotton. I hate the cotton. I mean, she's a she's a big girl. There's a lot to cover when you're a big girl and you're making a, an outfit. So it's tricky, but she made she made pants that fit her 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 unique shape, which was I think successful. Uh, then she also had a blanket as a like coat thing. Uh, I just don't understand. She also came out with like a giant gift basket or something. <laughs> she has this habit of like just walking out onto the main stage with like wearing everything, carrying a gift basket for some reason. Um, She's so over the top. She's too it's much. Ridiculous. We always say she's too much. She's too much. She's too but much. I like this. I just think there's like too many little like the, the I didn't need the cotton balls. Everything else is fine for me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is like a What do we give it? This is a this is a soft nut for me, I think. It's it's the it like she made pants for herself. I'm giving to her with that. That's good. Good job. It's, it's a look. <laughs> it's a look. Um, uh, it's very busy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but we kind of expect that of someone like Silky. Silky's yeah. like an Alyssa Edwards. She, you know, how most people take off one thing before they leave the house. Silky puts on five things and carries a gift basket. Like, it's ridiculous. Listen, if she's coming over to my house, I want a gift basket. Exactly. And you know it's going to be those good cookies because she knows how to make cookies. <laughs> I will say I'm really impressed with Silky so far this season because last time in this, like when she was on season 11, she was already, we were already over Silky. But this time I'm getting yeah. back into her. She's very calm. She's like almost like, um, 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 what's the word I want? Uh, uh, Zen. 
yeah, like it's she's calming to talk with for the other girls, which would never have happened in the previous season. So this is nice. It's nice to see her this way. Yeah. I like this look. She's in a calm blue. She's got a blanket. She's got her her weighted blanket on. She's calm. I give it a nut. I'll give it a cut. All right, and we got a cut. <laughs> well, after Silky comes, it is Scarlet. So Scarlet is doing. Let me find her. Sawmill. She's giving us the saws. She's got saws all over her. Circle saws. Yeah. I didn't get this. It was like a bodysuit with like that Power Woman head wrap thing, kind of 50s look. And then just like weird saws attached to her bodysuit that were floppy and flimsy. And Yeah, she was giving us like, like a, a female shipbuilder from, you know, 1930s, whatever. Uh, what? 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 Shipbuilder had circular saws attached to her shoulders and shins. I don't understand. Yeah, that. that's woman. We are woman. Hear us roar. That's why we have that scene. <laughs> okay. They're covered in circular saws. Don't fuck with them. Oh, circular saws. I've never heard that. I'm going to give this though. a cut. I like the idea of this, but like the circular saws is a bit much. <laughs> so I'm going to cut. I'm gonna, I am going to cut this. I don't like it. Uh, I cut it. Yeah, I'm going to cut it, too. Well, she already it cut was... herself, so she beat us to yeah, it. Yeah, she cut herself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then her denim one is, she does the uh, the America look. Kind of like a mini dress, red pomp. Yeah. Hat that's not really a hat. She's giving us, like, rich Trump supporter. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, uh, I, I kind of like it. It's like giving us, like, a hot dog lady look, you know? She loves the hot I feel dog. Like it's, I feel like it's giving us that girl at the mall that's giving us a little bit too much. It's like, mm. <laughs> Yeah, this, this is Karen for sure. Um, yeah. I'm going to give this, I'm going to give it a nut. I'm going to give this a nut. It's patriotic. We got it. Yeah, the hat is kind of fitting over the hair. Interesting. It's not, It's enough for me. It's a nut. It's a little simple. And I don't like that hat. I'm going to cut it. But, but what is it? What is this hat that's not a hat? Like, they just put this, like, pizza box with a hole cut out of it on top of their head and say, it's a hat. Right. That's not a hat, right. Cindy. But I kind of, the, the way this wig is peeking out of it, I enjoy, but I, I, I otherwise agree with you. These hats are stupid. Where it's, your yeah. head is still hanging out. It's like if you're a bald-headed woman with, like, your head hanging out and just a flap yes. around you, what's the point? I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Feather? I am going to have to give it a cut. Because? I think it's just kind of ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all that needs, that's all that needs to be I, said. I think I find like the colors blue, red, and white together are just kind of. Yeah. Yeah, but... There's something about the shoes. The shoes really make it tacky for me. I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> blue, white, and red are just not terrible. America. America's a terrible color palette. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. I mean, I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it for you. So here comes Scarlet Envy in her maid look. And this is a beautiful sequin fabric. And really, really pretty incredible that she was able to make this for herself. This is really like, this is really, really like you would have thought somebody paid a lot of money to, to get this made to go on the show. Yeah. On the one hand, it's a tube dress with a ruffle skirt at the bottom. It's a, no mermaid, it's a mermaid dress, but it's fitted perfect. Yeah. No sleeves. It's probably stretch sequin. Um, gloves. And, yeah, gloves. So, I mean, like, it's nice. It's beautiful. Also, on the other hand, she got fabric. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not a revolutionary silhouette, but it really is gorgeous as it fits into her aesthetic. I think it's gorgeous. I I would nut this. Um, I can see how easy it would would have been able to be made. I mean, I don't think it's that easy. It's not a hard dress, though. Like, it's not a hard dress. It's no. but it is beautiful, and she really serves it. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm going to give this an absolute nut. I really do think this is gorgeous, yeah. and, and the hair it's goes perfectly nut. with it. I think it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, the jewelry is beautiful. And then at that's it. So then here we get into a curia. A curia is a welder. She's welded her arm okay. into. Um, I mean, she really is a Davenport. She's given us the Kennedy Davenport story of I was crystallized. <laughs> I thought she was Mega Man. Like, <laughs> yeah, we didn't get it, and I, and I didn't really realize she had a welder mask on, and that was kind of like the most—that's the biggest tell of a welder, right? So, I mean, we could have had that moment. Yeah, I really liked her like uh, garment. Like, it was really a flashy material, kind of like almost giving us like sparks, almost like that material of the garment, but. I mean, the, the, welder ma- the welder mask looks like a visor. It doesn't look like a welder mask. That's why I was—I was like, is she a golf, a golf person? She's got a golf club. Yeah. To her. Yeah, and that arm thing—I think that was a. Uh, she swung big. She swung big, and she didn't quite hit it. Yeah, was it a hole in one? as this golf woman. What do you think, Heather? <laughs> I think the arm thing <clears throat> seemed kind of like an afterthought. You know, it wasn't giving a—it wasn't giving off welder enough. So then she put that on. And I I, I, I kind of hate this like little sequined help thing on the side of it. It just kind of is like this like mime-ish drag thing where people like spell out what they're doing. And it's like, you, you don't have to spell it out for us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't always need to spell. I'm smart enough to figure it out. <laughs> so when they do that kind of stuff, it kind of bothers me too. Yeah. Also, why would it be on the side? Shouldn't she come out with like a word bubble if she's going a cartoon route? Like it was a bit weird. Yeah, I give it a cut. I give it a it's what probably one of my bigger cuts for this category. It's yeah, a cut. It's a yeah. cut. And then her I mean, if it was Mega Man, it would be a, 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 a The category a wasn't Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Capcom. <laughs> All right, here comes her second look. It's denim. She's giving us uh, what was her reference that she said? She said somebody. I don't know. Just like hoe in a club, I think. Just like laces up to her vajayjay all over the place. It was, it was um, like at, at one glance, it was like, oh, it's a bodysuit. Um, at, at a closer glance, it was like there was cuts up everywhere. Yeah, she was laced in that. Um, I, yeah. I kind of like this, actually. I thought it was kind of good. But I understand that it was like, you could really buy this at Axiom. It's a shop here that we have these kind of sh- stuff here in Toronto. So you could really buy this kind of look. So it wasn't special. I, and I, that's what they said. But I like the wig with this. So it was giving kind of like a, a, a Janet Jackson moment. I loved it. When, I, when she walked out, I was like, I could, I want that. Like, I would never wear it personally, but I want it. It's a sexy look. I actually didn't hate this look. It was my favorite out of the three of them. It's still not, for me, not the greatest, but I'm going to give it a nut. Yeah, it was a little bit like a subtle slow burn. You had to take a look at it to really get it. Um, But it was sexy. It was real sexy. It's a nut for me. Yeah, and that ass. That ass, that ass. She had to lace that ass in there real tight. 
She's got that ass. She's mm-hmm. got that booty. Spank that ass. Okay, the third <laughs> look is her cup-inspired cocktail blue look. I cut this. I cut this harder than any of the other looks I've seen on the runway. <laughs> the judges love this. I don't oh, know what I'm, what I don't know what they were drinking, what kind of cough syrup was slipped into their beverages, but this is ugly. And I won't be told otherwise. Um, I, I, I yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I have to agree with you. Thank I you. I thought it was atrocious. <laughs> but like, like those cups wouldn't even work. Like if you poured alcohol in them, you couldn't drink out of it. One of them was facing downwards. It's like you could just... <laughs> <laughs> cut because it's not practical. Am I right? <laughs> am I, I right? Yeah, no, I, I cut it. Yeah, and just the way like the, it's boxy like this. I mean, there's no shape to it. The cups look so ugly. On top of this, like tinfoil. Oh God, it's so it's so ugly. It's so ugly. She deserves to be on the bottom for this. I feel. I cut it. Cut it. Cut it. It was a it was a unique material to try and use. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Akira, I think, is no stranger to s- taking a big swing and a big miss. And this is again. Oh, she's a Davenport. This is such a Davenport moment. You could see Kennedy doing this. You could see Honey doing this. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't want to put that on them. This is no. No, they, <laughs> they swing. You've seen some of the shit that those two have worn. I mean, remember Kennedy's entrance look on All Stars? Like, hello. They all have some. They all have some very creative energy, and I love. A, they I, really. I love do. a lot of the stuff they came up with, and I love a lot of the stuff that Kira comes up with. But I, I gotta yes. tell you, this is my least favorite, and I don't think they—they they thought this was good. I don't get it. I'm gonna give it a nut because what? it's a big swing. It's a big <laughs> swing and a big. Mess. That's not how this works, uh, Hillary. It's not based on uh, swinging. I can give it a nut if I want to. Good job, Akira. <laughs> she, feather, she does this to spite me. She gets this. She does this to yeah. get under my skin, <laughs> to drive me crazy. So she should put me in a home. Well, that's the plan. Getting you ready. Uh, all right, who's after this? Who's after Akira? Tis the one and only Pandora box. Pandora's giving us cafeteria lady, and then she has a little transformation into like a diner doll. Oh, yet another bitch stealing my look. <laughs> well, you you I... work as a cafeteria lady, so that, I don't know. If I, <laughs> I just did a look like this too, so it's it was really interesting watching this runway, just watching two people do looks that I did. I guess we must be, you know, the heir of genius. So here's where I was kind of like, you know, she's the campy comedy girl, but I never felt that. But I, this was great. This was good for me. Yeah. She was living in the character. I love the silhouette of the shoulders in the first look. And then she pulls it off and there's a really fashion look underneath it with the shoulders still. So this is really great um, for me. I give it a nut. Absolutely gorgeous. Nut. Nut. I, I agree. And then her second look was? Uh, Dollywood inspired. Like, just like, Big disco sleeves, uh, the disco uh, bell bottom kind of thing, kind of Pandora box style Dolly Parton hair with a little hat. Right. Normally, <laughs> normally I would hate this. I'd be like, oh god. But you know, for what this is, I'm going to give this a nut. Oh yeah, this is a nice Dolly look. It's a very it's, safe it, look. I, I would say this is a very safe look. I would wear that. I would wear this. I love this look. So, but not for me. It's enough for me. I would also wear it. Well, we're not designing these for you two to wear. <laughs> we would look this so based good on, these. I would wear this. I wouldn't wear this. <laughs> I, mean, I would wear a curious cup look. Girl, send it. We're not, order, okay. we're not ordering these on Amazon. They're not available. 
No, uh, Akira's cup look is available on Uber Eats. Um. <laughs> Last look she wears is the one she made. This is the blue ribbon look. Again, this is like she's just covered in blue ribbons. It's nothing crazy. It's kind of like a traditional Pandora silhouette. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to give this, I'm kind of on the fence with this one. I'm going to give it a cut. Yeah, the the silhouette didn't quite work out, unfortunately, but I like the idea of the ribbons. But she really did try with like these plastic uh, plastic pieces and unconventional materials. So I'll give it a, a soft nut. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it a cut. I. Yeah, I don't like it. It was nice, but like it's just literally like square panels of fabric tied to a bodysuit. Yeah, it wasn't blue. It wasn't blue ribbon worthy. She wasn't the best in show. No. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think so. Don't say you're best in show unless you're best in show. Literally. So there we go. Yara Sofia. No, no, it's not Yara. She's Latin. Was it Yara? It was Yara. It was Yara. There's so many. Hold on. Okay, so Yara comes out as a construction woman, and yeah, she, with the boobs. she's got the boobs on again, and but she's also got muscle suit on for the arms, the tattoos. She's walking in flats, so she's in full character, and she's got a big old um, sledgehammer. I actually really liked this, and I didn't like it because it was, I don't know, I just thought it was a different type of woman from the, everybody else that I was presenting. I got the boob thing, but I actually like this. Yeah, I got construction worker. I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe it wasn't in their face enough, or maybe they just were tired of the boob joke because she played it already. I mean, it wasn't necessarily, it was literally a costume. It wasn't a, it was in a fashion moment. So maybe that's why I can understand right. that. So, but I'm, I'm going to give it a nut because I appreciated, I, I actually like this character. Yeah. It fit the theme well, I would say. Um, yeah, I would give it a nut. It was funny. Um, the, the boobies were a little distracting. We got distracted. We had a lot of juggle last week. It's a lot of juggle this week. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I thought it was great. Like, I like the muscles. Yeah, I, I like seeing that stuff. It's fun. So after that was what was her her denim look? Um, it was this two piece, uh, high low, like a right. really high crop top, showing the body, and a really low low, uh, pair of pants. So this was actually really kind of... great, but it wasn't made out of denim. It was a denim inspired fabric. I think so. Yeah. So that was kind of the. Was, I actually thought this looked incredible on her, and I loved her. Her like midsection is perfection. It's gorgeous. It, like she it's, makes me want to remove my ribs. So you need to let's all go get our ribs removed immediately. <laughs> um, I just love how she owns that. It's so sexy on her. Uh, I give this a uh, well. You know, the, the, in terms of the category, I'm going to give it a nut in terms of I like it, but in terms of the category and fairness, I'll give it a cut. Yeah, um, I mean, it ultimately gave me kind of like, again, kind of that axiom, you could buy this kind of somewhere. Very true. Vibe. So it was a fine look, and the high-low is the best part about it. So it, it's it's a cut for me, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to agree. Like, it's beautiful, and she looks absolutely gorgeous. But in terms of theme and fairness, optic, give it a cut. That's no, I love it. three cuts from that one. That makes sense. Okay, the lat who who's after Yara here? Well, no, we have her her constructed look. Oh, right, I'm losing track of things. I don't care anymore. So her, <laughs> <laughs> we're almost done. We're almost done. Her constructed look. So she made the tarp, uh, a mermaid 
skirt and then she has um, a kind of a sequined little bodice and then she's got this big uh, tinsel bolero. And the wig is really cool with this too. It's one of those um, pa like paper style wigs almost uh, where it's all hairsprayed into waves. Yeah, the wig's the best part. Um, I like this look though. Did you like it? I did. I liked the tarp. I thought that was different. She just had a clean silhouette. You know, it was very clean. Um, they, yeah. But the thing with Carson, he said it was so busy. I was like, what are, you, what are we drinking? Who's, who's stole Paul Abdul's cup and is drinking out of it? Because this is the cleanest look that she's had so far. Yeah. Well, I mean, she kind of had that, you know, the, the bola kind of thing, just made out of all those streamers, I kind of think, was maybe busy. Mm -hmm. Uh I think it kind of cheapened it. That's kind of what cheapened it. I don't know if I really like the tarp. Um, I mean, she did wonders with it, but I don't know. Listen, she's okay. ready for a slip and slide. All the kids can gather around and just uh, <laughs> go to town on Yara. <laughs> what do you think, Feather? That hair is beautiful. I totally want to try and make that hair now. Yeah. Um, like... I like it. I honestly do. I think the tarp, like, it does look a little cheap, just because, like, that's the only fabric that doesn't have any sparkle on it. But I would give it a... a... Yeah. I don't think it was the worst. It wasn't one of my bottoms. Uh-huh. So uh, I'm going to cut it. I, I do think it was a little bit three different fabrics. It, I don't think they really worked together very well, and, and the, the boa cheapened it. Yeah, all right, all right. So here comes Ginger Minge giving us a plumber. Uh, now, this is Mario. Hello. <laughs> oh, okay, so here's, I like, okay. I get, I, get, I get flustered by Ginger because I like some of the ideas that are coming up with this. I like that the there's a turnaround, there's the cheeky butt moment. I love, but I love it. But it's so cartoony that it's so cartoony. Yeah. That I just, I, I don't know, it takes me out of it for a minute. It's just like, there's not enough fashion in there. I just, you know, I don't know. I have to cut it. I totally disagree. Um, cartoon is fashion. Just depends on where you shop. Um, so yeah, this is a, this is a nut. Total. Mario, hands down. You win, you win my level. Slide down my pole. Mm hmm What do you think, Feather? It's, break, yeah. break it up for us. Whose side are you on? Okay. We'll have to break the tie. Um, I like it. <laughs> um, it's very campy, and <laughs> I would have to give this a nut. I think it's camp, and I love it. The nuts have it. Woo! It is camp. It really is camp. It just, for some reason, it's just like, I do appreciate it. I can't say you don't appreciate it. But yeah. for some reason, it just, I just wanted, like, I don't know, just a little bit more fit. The way you work it does her a little bit more fashion moment with like the crossing guard thing. For me, yeah. I just was missing that a little bit with this, but I do appreciate it. But also, yeah, like, yeah. I'm cutting it. It's more Mark's work warehouse fashion than anything. Sure, yes. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> so after came her blue jean look. What was this? Um, it was like a it was again like a country diva jumpsuit with uh sequin stuff on the back, like a rhinestone. It was just like a good old good old country diva. Very safe. Um I, I would nut it because it, it was fine. I would wear it. I feel it. like I've seen this before. Like this is like her Elvis inspired look from season seven, you know? It was very that. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so it wasn't a new thing for her. I'm gonna I'll nut this though. I think it was good overall. Yeah, nut. Yeah, clean. Yeah, I would nut it too. It's it's not bad. It's it's been done before, but it's not bad. Yeah, if I it's mean, the challenge. Yeah, I, blue jean is kind of hard because it's one of those things that it's like you think let you either think literal or you think really fantastic with it. Yeah, and she's the she's a country diva, like doing a denim jumpsuit. It just makes sense for her. So yeah, her third look was. So okay, so this is also my thing with Ginger. She goes really junior, but I don't think she tries <laughs> to. I don't know if she's trying to or not, but it's like she's trying to appeal to like the you know the twelve year olds or something. Well, I mean, I don't. I like junior things too. I mean, not not that it's like weird it's just i like i'm a kid at heart i think she is too and this gives me like anna ferris um uh, rebel wilson you know moment just like in a little rain slicker trying to look cute walking down the street you know i love it sure sure yeah i'm gonna cut it (laughs) (laughs) i am gonna cut it (laughs) Yeah, something about it just isn't working. Okay, after this was Trinity, right? The last one? Yeah. So Trinity is giving us another crossing guard. Um, I will say that I enjoyed her performance of this look the most out of all of them. Uh-huh. But she performed it really well. But that's all, and I'm going to cut it. Yeah. I mean, I was really trying to figure out what I should think about this look because I was like, okay, so you're going very pedestrian. Okay, so you've got gap pants on and flats. Okay, I think I've seen this woman before. This is a real woman. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So on that level, that's great. I just don't know if it's uh, All Stars Drag Race kind of thing. Uh, Yeah. It's so not. I guess it's a cut. It's a cut by definition. Yeah, it's a cut. I can't do that. I mean, she made the sign there, which was, you know, but the sign was also like a lot to read. <laughs> oh my God. And that's the sign compared to Eureka's sign. And Eureka had a better sign. Her sign was terrible. It was like an arts and crafts project. It was bad, 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 bad. Yeah. And so here's her second look, the denim look. She's giving us hippie. A hippie look. She did a hippie look in season six as well. So I feel like she's rehashing some of these stuff that she had success with. Um, I don't. Uh, I, don't I don't love this yeah. as much. I'm kind of like, did you buy this off Trixie Mattel because it didn't fit her or something? Uh, but the proportions were wrong for Trinity. I want this to. It's just this. The proportions are wrong. For I hear Trinity. what you're saying, though. I agree. I agree with that. I do agree with that. That's what I'm saying. Like Trixie's proportions are massive all the time. You just love slipping, slipping Trixie in whenever you can. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I'm obsessed, but yeah, it's a cut. It's a cut. The hair is beautiful, though. That's the only thing I like about it. I think it's a beautiful look. You just think it wasn't fit. I, it just wasn't working for this. Um, what was her last look? So she comes out of Cinderella, right? Yes, she does an incredible like ball gown moment, like Cinderella that she constructed. Beautiful hair, like giant puff dress. Oh, is gorge. What do you think, Feather? It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. It like, made up for the two disasters she just wore. Like. <laughs> I liked this. I mean, the I mean the the gown itself isn't very hard to do either. It's just a puff. No. It's just fabric over a puff, right? Um, but yeah, overall, I'm going to, I'm going to give this a nut. I'm going to give it a nut. Yeah. 
you know what she's giving trinity is a pageant girl she is a you know she loves her pageants and this is giving me that for the first time in the competition you know that pageant style but she she really excels at more than anything absolutely i think it's really really well done she did a good job so yeah nuts across the board and that is it for the blue ball that's it oh say good we did it 37,000 looks this is crazy this is why they do this they do this to us to kill people like us i need a vacation (laughs) i need to go to regina yeah can we come girl honestly okay so that is it so let's 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 power through the rest of this who are in the tops it is Raja, Kylie, and Eureka. And Raja's the winner. Raja's the winner. And then the bottoms are Jiggly, Yara, and a, kind of Akira, but not really. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think Akira should have been in the bottom for me over Yara personally, but I understand. Yeah. Uh, Raja wins. I think Raja or Eureka. Yeah, I would have given it to Raja. Sure, yes. I think her I think her final maid look was better than Eureka's. Yeah, I, agree, I think... Yeah. Uh, I think Raja had the the better three the better set the better complex the co- collection as they call it in the biz. Yeah, the fashion, the fashion. <laughs> so then we get we get into the Survivor Rules backstage. Everybody's talking with everybody to figure out what's happening. But Yara's having a moment where she's like, "I don't want to beg to be here." Um, and it's kind of coming to this point of like, you know, she has this really remarkable talent. She just won last week. It's kind of checking your ego to try and beg to stay. And I can imagine that really plays on people's um thought process you know yeah i mean but you know suck it up girl like you're on a show (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know what to say i feel the same way like you know what there there is a thing of like she doesn't want to beg to be there and i kind of i kind of get that it's a respect thing it's a respect thing and i get that for her yeah the self-respect like i don't want to beg like if you want me here you'll bring me here but, I mean, that's not the rules of the show. Well, so, I mean, this is a game show. It's, so she does have to wheel and deal some, you know, alliances and stuff. Yeah. Um, so she's got to get her head in the game. Yeah, I absolutely agree. It was kind of disappointing that she didn't want to just make her case and be like, you know. But but that is what it is. Whereas Jiggly, she, like, bent bent, da- bent over and prostrated herself, threw her on the, self on the ground, was like, I need to be here. <laughs> To everybody. Oh yes, Jiggly is not too proud to beg. No, <laughs> ain't too proud. Um, and she has a moment, but she's having like she's having flashbacks, PTSD to her season. But she's also we have a moment in Untucked where she runs out into the parking lot and is having a moment, and she's realizing like she can't even defend herself. You know, she's an amazing performance, like a lip sync artist, um, and she can't even defend herself. And that is somebody else that makes her decisions. Yeah, that'd be that'd be so frustrating. Yeah, it's it's a reality of what the game is, right? It's not a competition. It's a it's a, it's a game show this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, honestly, though, in a, in some ways, it's kind of nice. Like, you don't have to fight for yourself. You get get. It is what it is. Um, you just have to give yourself up to whatever happens. I mean, I will say, I mean, I am somewhat of a control freak, so I feel like if it, my control is out of my hands. It would play on me for sure, right? Like, I would be like, eh, I have to trust people. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, but, you know, for those of us who um, have to trust people and um, <laughs> who, 
who do uh, put uh, effort into, you know, social circumstances. Um, <laughs> what are you, you implying know, here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just sometimes you have to s- say, okay, this is what the galaxy wants. One door closes, another door hopefully will open. And I don't know. That's another... That's just an, another way to look at it. I guess I, you're talking, I think you're talking about Touched by an Angel uh, this series. <laughs> yeah. Sure what you're yeah. About. So here we go. We're getting into the tops are Raja. She's lip-syncing against the lip-sync assassin. And who is it but my sister, Brooklyn Heights from the North? Yeah. They flew her in. I don't know how they got her down there, but uh, she probably walked across the border. It was uh, Touched by an, an Angel flew her in. It was... Uh... Uh, Del Reese. Del- yes. <laughs> uh, so Brooklyn is there. She's representing. She is Brooklyn's doing very well for herself. And you know what? She is really is like one of the best lip singers, not just on the show, but I think like I, I'm going to say on the planet. She's a very, very good lip singer. She's, she's incredible. Amazing. She knows exactly what she's doing. She knows all the words. She comes prepared even when she doesn't need to. Yeah. She's very. Very professional. She's the height of professionality. And she looks so beautiful. Like yeah. the outfit and that hair, phenomenal. Giving us Barbie realness. So what are we lip syncing? We're doing Janet Jackson. What is the song? It is Miss You Much. And they're both, they both did an amazing job, I felt. I thought they were both had high energy. Um, they kept up with each other. Not one of them let the other person take center stage over, over the other. I thought they... I thought they really did an amazing show between the two of them. And it was so interesting to watch. Oh my God. And I love the little interaction. I'm going to, this is something I'm stealing for real life when it's just like, uh, Brooklyn says, hi Raja. And then, uh, Raja has the moment where she just takes a pause and is like, what's tea sis? (laughs) (laughs) That is a meme. If anything, what's tea sis? Yeah, and it ends up, I mean, they both slay it. They both tie. Uh, Raja takes 20 grand home in winnings for a lip sync. That's crazy. Oh, I wonder what that's... Brooklyn got paid to be there. <laughs> Five bucks and a hand job. Like... <laughs> and she had to get the hand job. Exactly, to RuPaul underneath the table <laughs> over lunch. And that is that. So that is what happened. And they both, with, this is what happens when they both, when they both have to pull up their lipsticks to see who the girls voted for separately and who Raja voted for separately. So it's kind of like they, they, there could be two girls going home at with this time. So, you know, high Double stakes, high stakes. So we find out Raja Very. pulls it out and it's jiggly. And then Brooklyn pulls it out and it is also jiggly across Her the board. penis. I mean, jiggly. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that would be me if I was there. I'd be pulling my penis out. Yeah, pull on the patch. Yeah, pull the okay. Um, so that's a jiggly was voted out unanimously. Unanimous, I can't say that word unanimously. Unanimously. What do we think? Do we agree? I, I, it's your preferte. In the words of Yara Sophia, um, I mean, I love Yara Sophia. I love Jiggly. It's really hard to make a decision. It's hard. They're that. both the most, some of the most lovable characters on the show. Yeah, they really both yeah. are. It's hard to see either yeah. of them go. But I really like. I there won last week. I really want. I'm pushing for if there's a winner this season. Yara's in my tops, and I was. I would also say Eureka's in my tops for that too. So I'm pushing for one yep. of those two. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. What do you think about the, the, this decision, Feather? I would agree with it. I think Yara uh, deserves to stay, especially with the little looks that they were um, sharing. Mm-hmm. And I think Yara makes such great TV, even though she's kind of getting annoying <laughs> like, um, for being so much. But like, I think she's great, and I think she deserves to stay. She's crazy, though. We love that. She's cuckoo. Oh, she's we love a little cuckoo. crazy. 100%. We need well. that spice. We need that Tammy Brown. We need that. We, we love that energy on All Stars. Oh, 100%. It makes such good TV. It does. It does. And I'm, you know what I'm actually happy about seeing this season is her without Alexis because we've seen her with seasons with Alexis all the time. So it's kind of, it's right. very different to see her by herself. Um, yeah. And so we're going to see a different side of her. So it's going to be interesting to see more. But we find out, as we did with last week's Serena, Jiggly may not be out of the competition. There is a game within a game. We don't know. Yes. And that's the end of episode two. One of the longest uh, episodes ever because of the looks. (laughs) That is it. Thank you so much for joining us, Feather. Oh my God, thank you so much for having me. It's such a blast. Everybody make sure. You were the highlight. You were the highlight. Such a pleasure to meet you. You were the highlight and the low light. Oh my god! Because <laughs> of the makeup, because of your makeup, glamorous. <laughs> well, I'm gonna keep doing glamorous just because of you two. Oh, oh. yes, and at least I can mm-hmm. inspire the children. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, check Feather out on her socials. It's Feather Talia T A L I A. That's correct. Uh, that is correct. Yeah. All right, check her out. Her, your Instagram is incredible. Keep doing your thing, girl. I love Thank it. You when so you come much. to Toronto, come perform here. We're gonna be obsessed I with definitely you. Will. And um. Keep on, keep on with that POV. We love it. We need that. Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> and Hillary, what are your socials? You can find me at Hillary Yass on Insta and Hillary Yass TV on YouTube or down your, uh, in your garbage disposal. I'm a monster. She's everywhere. You don't want her to be. I am Vicky Licks, V-I-C-K-I-L-I-X on all the socials. And we will see you officially next week for the next episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 6. Thank you again, Feather. Thank you. All right, bye, squirrels. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 